peace and blessings. <laughs> peace and blessings. It's your girl Zane Spirit here with the Living in Spirit podcast. And of course, this is brought to you by SoulDriveGlobal.com. Oh my gosh, I'm so blessed to be here. I want to say thank you, Spirit. Thank you to my ancestors, my benevolent ancestors. Thank you to uh, my higher self. Thank you to myself for showing up for me today. Um, And even, you know, getting my yoga routine or even just stretching or um, something I'm really proud of this week, uh, this past week, is that I have been going to sleep with my phone across the room and There's just something that when your phone is laying next to your head or you have instant access to electronics, there is just something that it does to you. And I I can't prove it, but I'm pretty sure there's some scientific (laughs) explanations out there. But I can tell you from intuition that um, I could definitely tell that the electronics, the electromagnetic systems was interfering with my sleep, my dream states, um, my astral traveling, as well as like my, it did not aid any type of addiction that I have towards like social media and answering my phone or any type of habits that I have surrounding um, being accessible, right? And I really want to talk about being accessible and what that means. Like, what does it mean to be energetically accessible and how that often gives our power away uh, so easily and not just situations one-on-one, but situations with others. And I noticed that I was giving my power away to this cell phone, <laughs> And that was not going to cut it for me. That was not cutting it for me in spirit. We we got to be honest about that. You know, there's always transparency that needs to be had about what habits can assist you in moving forward. And of course, those things are going to change throughout time. Um, and I find myself reevaluating my goals and reevaluating the habits and patterns that I am living in very frequently very, very frequently. Um, You know, we talked about plant medicine last time, and even now, Spirit is even talking to me about this new season that I'm in where, you know, I'm going to be fasting from a lot of things. And I go through, you know, plant medicine fasts. I go through food fasts, um, social media fasts. I do phone fast, you know, like uh, days of silence, like there's definitely a lot of different disciplines that I incorporate in my life sporadically, like, well, not sporadically, but whenever I need them, you know, like whenever spirit tells me to go, that's what I'm gonna do. And um, if you've been following the podcast this year, you've probably noticed that I've done several different fasts between, you know, starting out the year with um, the the media fast where I wasn't listening to anything, no music. I was staying off the phone as much. I got out off of Clubhouse (laughs) because my ears just could not take it anymore. Like my clear audience was intensifying so much and I had so much going on in my head um, just because my gifts were amplifying 
and they've really been amplifying all year. <laughs> like, we need to get that out there. Like, they've been amplifying all year. And, I mean, of course, they've been amplifying before. But this is like, ooh, I'm letting it flow, baby. I'm letting the power flow. I'm in remembrance of who I am. And that remembrance is the key to unlock every door in my life, in your life. You know, if you remember, if you are in a state of remembrance, of who you are and where you come from. And trust me, there's a lot of back and forth with that. There's a lot of battles with that, internal struggles uh, where you have to recognize like, okay, is this my ego? Is this just my internal voice? Because your internal voice is not always your friend when your internal voice has been um, manipulated for so long. You know, like we're literally deprogramming from our parents' thoughts and the media's thoughts and the agenda that's constantly going on to brainwash us and to get us into patterns that are not healthy for us and not conducive to our spirit. They're not aiding our spirit at all. And I recognize every single day where there's habits or things that I am... I'm I'm getting real. <laughs> I'm getting real. I'm having a lot of more real moments with myself um, and just living in my truth, living in that honesty and being very transparent. And sometimes I can feel very vulnerable. Sometimes I can feel uh, overwhelming to be vulnerable. But I realize that the one person that I owe vulnerability to the most is myself. The one person that I owe vulnerability to the most is myself. And that has to be, I mean, y'all, like that has to be the basis is like, who do I owe love to the most? Like, you know, we're constantly thinking of, well, you know, what are they going to think about me? Or what if, you know, we're always putting the other people's expectations into consideration, but where is the same dedication and the same thought process? Maybe not the same thought process because, I mean, we don't have to technically owe anything, anybody, and, you know, not even ourselves. But I say that I owe it to me because, um, you know, I spent so much time not loving on myself. I spent, and time is, is <laughs> time is an illusion. So I'm going to say space. I spent so many moments in space. Um not loving on myself and not choosing myself and choosing to be in spaces where I gave my power away and choosing to think about what other people could need um, while drying my cup out uh, for the sake of others. And that is so harmful. That is so harmful. I broke a lot of trust within myself from just those actions. And now I look at things a little bit differently. I say, you know, if I do this, if I do this action that I'm considering or contemplating right now, is that being, um, is that building trust within myself? Is that honoring my intuition? Is that honoring my spirit? Because if not, I'm just going to continuously keep breaking my trust. I'm going to keep having issues building that confidence. I'm going to keep having issues in my willpower. I'm going to keep having tests, <laughs> tests that eventually bring the testimony, you know, but I'm going a, I'm to a keep having tests 
in my life that reflect me having to choose myself over other people and other thought processes and other thought, you know, and it, it could just be the simplest things that we are exposed to on an everyday basis. And we can think that that has nothing to do with the way that we think or the things that we hear in our mind or the programming that is going on, but we are definitely being, uh, our, our mind is being targeted. Um, and so we have to target the mind and start decluttering it and making sure that it is in a space of tranquility and peace and, you know, make sure that, you know, we can identify when a thought is our own or when it is, when that thought has been implanted in our mind and, you know, I'm not saying that to get all skeptical about every single thing, but I am saying that mindfulness does require for us to look at everything for what it is. And, you know, I saw this quote um, <laughs> that uh, had me cracking up this week that was like, uh, the moment you give someone the benefit, this is the second they start coming in with the doubt. And <laughs> like benefit of the doubt. And I just was cracking up at that because um, <laughs> I don't necessarily apply that in every situation to my, uh, to my people, you know, my kinfolk, because, you know, what is the benefit of the doubt? I, if I got doubt about you, there is no benefits, you know, but, <laughs> but oftentimes, um, you know, we put that into perspective of, oh, the government isn't doing this to us. Like, why would they want to kill our people? Like, why would they want to do, you know, why are we, why would we be in a spiritual warfare with them or the people beyond the government? You know, like, uh, why would we ha be having conversations of the Illuminati and, you know, like all these different things that, people call conspiracy theory and it's like, but the moment you give it benefit is the second it's going to come around with the doubt. Okay. Like it's going, you, your high hopes is going to come crashing baby. And that's just what it is. Um, but we have to have moments of realism where we're analyzing, you know, if, Hey, if we're not analyzing what's going on around us, at least analyze what's within yourself. And sometimes we analyze what's going on around us way more than what we should. And that occupies so much space within ourselves. And that completely rips up the, the focus that we have on ourselves. Like whether that be showing up as your best self or being confident in yourself or checking your intuition, you know, like the more focused we are outside of ourselves, the more that we are just, it's escapism it's escapism. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm not, I'm not lying to kick it. Like escapism often is shown through the, in like the over, overactive involvement in other people. Right. And so we can even see this in the role of healers. And I have been this person. So I'm telling you straight up, um, it's not, you know, who I'm showing up as now, but I can speak from experience that, <laughs> a part of escapism is being intensely focused on the well-being uh, and the healing of other people and so much so that we often it's our often so our way of not 
addressing ourselves. And at that point, spirit is going to send you a lot of broken people that you're going <laughs> to try to fix. And they're all going to reflect your own problems that you have been ignoring. <laughs> and it's it's funny thinking about it now. But when it, when you're going through it, it's um it's like, well, damn, like that was divinely orchestrated. <laughs> that was divinely orchestrated. Like, I see what you did there, spirit. Um. But, you know, like I've just been in a lot of reflection of my patterns and every single day I'm getting better. Every single day I'm showing up for myself. Every single day I am in remembrance of who I am and my abilities. And every single day that is shifting the connection and the trust that I have in myself. And it's opening up my heart space even more like where I thought my heart space was open. Ooh, baby. <laughs> my heart space is open, open. Like I send love to you. I spread love to you. I speak love into the earth. I speak love into the soil, into the insects, into our ecosystem. I speak love into our our um, atmosphere. I speak love into our trees. I speak love and cleansing over our burning fires and and uh, burning woods, burning oceans. I speak love into our sea creatures and every single being on this earth. Every single energy on this earth, I speak love into you, over you. I pour that into you as the reflection, the divine reflection of me, the divine reflection of the eternal mother, the eternal being like that I am, that we are, you know? So this is, I just, oh, I soak that up. Mm, I'm feeling it. <laughs> I feel it. Like it's so immense when we are consciously pouring in love into ourselves, which is everything, and everything is us. Um, it just reminds me of that poem that I just released on um, on the book, <laughs> and it's gotten a lot of love. I'm so grateful for that. Like, thank y'all for loving my poetry. If y'all want poetry on this uh, platform, <laughs> I, I would not be opposed to it at all. Um, I definitely... I, it, there's some people who know me from back in the day <laughs> when I did open mic nights and had a poetry radio show. I mean, we had a radio show that had all types of um, all types of shows. I mean, we had a debate team. We had uh, an encouragement show. Like it was just mm, so good, so delicious. Like <laughs> I say, back in the day, because it's been over six years since I've been on, uh, you know, invested in imprinted souls, which is what I did before. And that was my first business. That was my first company and my first, my first love, my first love, not even just a company. It was my first love. The first thing that I ever poured myself into undoubtedly, uh, sometimes a little uncontrollably, <laughs> Um, but, you know, we live, we learn, we uh, remember. So I'm very blessed for, um, you know, very grateful for my old self, for the the version of me that 
ha- like n- never forgets her creativity or their creativity. Um, the version of me back in the day that was resilient to find a constructive outlet. Like, I also want you to take a moment, anybody who's listening right now, to just like reflect on a older version of yourself. It could be yesterday. It could be 10 years ago. Um, But lately, I have been thinking the older versions of me at various ages um, because each version of you and I also had a breakthrough moment yesterday as well where I was I was in the shower and that's that's where a lot of my <laughs> my moments happen uh, where I'm meditating in the shower and I I'm in this visualization and I'm I'm in the ocean and I've had many meditations where I can breathe underwater. So, um, and many dreams where I've breathe, I can breathe underwater. And so I was breathing underwater and I was, you know, just swimming. And then the little girl in me, I started thinking about the little mermaid and I was like, I should ask my mom if I ever told her that I was Ariel, like, or that I was a mermaid. Like, I just was like, maybe I should ask my mom or, you know, someone who knew me as a kid. And then I, the break, this is where the breakthrough was coming on. So then, like, the inner child in me was, I was already making connections to, to me being, you know, in other existences and in other being other life forms. Um, I was already in remembrance of who I was and the inner child in me in that moment was really excited that I was thinking about the little mermaid. Um, but then my adult brain, my adult brain was like, but the, but like, where did Ariel even come from? You know, like what about that whole story? It was probably colonized. It probably had all these, you know, ins and outs that wasn't even, you know, accurate to the mermaids or the mer people. And it wasn't even accurate to what I've seen in my own meditations. And it just was like the adult brain in me instantly just tried to down this, joy that my inner child had concerning me being like Ariel. And it was just like, I did not have to make that not fun, (laughs) you know? And I, I think that there is, and of course I show myself grace. I show myself grace because I did not even recognize that that's what I was doing until I got there, until I got in that moment. And I was like, wait a minute, adult brain, brain. I feel like I was having that conversation uh, in that little Dicky video that's like, uh, do you know about Pangea? Like, <laughs> um, it was just, it was funny. It, it's funny looking back now. Like, I laugh about it. I shed love into it. I forgave myself, you know, like, I had to go through the process of forgiving adult me and also, like, saying, you know, comforting, reparenting little girl me and being like, you know what, I I apologize from trying to like for trying to steal that joy from you. And that is proactively reparenting and healing your inner child. Like inner child work is so important and I cannot stress I will not stress. Okay. I won't say stress like I won't stress that enough. But I cannot I 
cannot say that enough. I live for the inner child work that is going on. The inner child, I don't even want to call it work. Ah, y'all are, y'all are seeing my brain like reprogramming with words here, (laughs) right here in the moment, right now. Um, hmm. Inner child, I don't even want to kill it. Getting to know my inner child, mm, reparenting the inner child, mm, co creating with the inner child. I like that. Co creating new outcomes with the inner child. Um, yeah, I'm going to play around with that verbiage, with that wordage. <laughs> and another message that has been coming through is like, do not get um, so stuck on the language, you know? Oftentimes, we can, we feel like we have to um, be very structured all the time when it comes to language, and sometimes we just create new words. Sometimes we just channel uh, ancestral tongue that we don't have any Google for, you know? So, yeah, there's been a lot of downloads, y'all, but um, the inner child and co-creating with my inner child has been the best, one of the best aspects of my journey, and my journey, um, and my moments are so much more fun and lively with my inner child around, and I'm so grateful that I made up with her. I'm so grateful. And she's getting to know me, this evolved version of her who is now they, them, and um, has evolved into this, you know, this phoenix. I'm in this phoenix. I am, I have rose from the ashes so many times. And a part of me had told myself, when I was in middle school, because I have a few different names, uh, and I've I've always changed my name. <laughs> y'all know, y'all might not know, Zane is not my original name. Zane is my spirit name. But even I had a middle name that I went by when I was growing up. And when I got to eighth grade or so, I was going through a big transformation. It was a rebirth, and I was I was waking up to some things, and now I'm looking back at the older version of me and I've been having spiritual awakenings my whole life. I just didn't even know, like all of this has been in alignment. I have always been in alignment. Um, I have always been going through awakenings and realizations and waking up to everything. Like I've always been doing that and I didn't even know what that was. Um, but my spirit knew though, (laughs) shout out to you, shout out to you, baby. Um, but you know, I had to, I had to look at the at my awakenings, and I had a, a remembrance of when I was changing my name to go by Vivian. You know, that's my government. <laughs> um, and when I said I was going to go by Vivian, I was leaving the old name behind, my middle name that people were. Uh, used to calling me. And I was like, I'm not that name anymore. Don't call me that. I'm leaving that person behind. And (laughs) I've all like Zane has already 
recollected with Vivian because when I became Zane, I went through another rebirth and a part of me wanted to do the same thing that Vivian did to, you know, my middle name. I'm just not going to put my middle name out there. We just going to say M. And Vivian straight up was like kicking M to the curve. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you. I'm not that person anymore. And just that remembrance of me doing that in eighth grade and reinventing myself, that was an evolution, but I saw it as I'm a new person. Like that, that version was never me, that weak person, that crybaby, that, that uncool person, that, you know, silly, goofy mood, like that was not, that wasn't me anymore. And I had to pick her up yesterday and say, I, I apologize for leaving you. And I am now letting you know that you have always been a part of me. You will always be a part of me. You are loved and that I am carrying you with me now. You're with me here now. I'm moving you into this space with me, which I got that idea from my good friend, Victoria. She's so brilliant. She was telling me she she moved her inner child into the house with her. Like, <laughs> And I was like, oh my gosh, that's a brilliant idea. Um, and so please, everybody, move your inner child, like go find your inner child and move them back in the house with you. Make space for them. Um, <laughs> you know, and I just I love that idea. So I had to go back and I realized that my inner child was broken up into multiple pieces and I have literally been recollecting them. <laughs> like, come on, come on. I, I know I left you here, but baby, I got you. We we got we got this really nice house, we 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 taking care of, we cooking really grand intentional meals, loving meals every single day. You are fed, you are loved, you are cared for, you are seen, you are heard, you know. And so all of these things had to be said in order for that aspect of my inner child to realize that I was the evolved version of her and that I am now, you know, recognizing the completedness in my lifetime, like the completedness and all that I am in every aspect of my journey. And woo, I'm going to go ahead and get some water on that, y'all. Mm. A little ASMR. Mm. Thank you for this water. Thank you for rejuvenating my cells and my body. Thank you for the cleansing, the purification. Thank you. Mm. Y'all, just being intentional with your life is so monumental. I, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, what do I do when I'm first coming on my journey? It's a lot. And I'm just like, look, the basis is your cleansing, protection, grounding. Next is your mindfulness. So living life mindfully. <laughs> and I think a lot of people miss that. Like they're, they want to do all this magic. They want to go into manifesting and creating. And I'm like, well, baby, did you make some room for that? Have you recognized the patterns which are stopping you from embracing your abundance? You know, like there's a lot of things that I learned at the beginning of my conscious awareness 
uh, and mindful living that <laughs> I just realized, like, I was really out here trying to trick myself, and I was doing the best I could. I was, you know, like, shout out to that version of me who was still trying, okay? Like, <laughs> I am always celebrating those versions of me because no matter how silly it kind of feels now, like, ooh, baby, you, you was doing a lot of stuff, but you had the right idea, but, but the wrong tactic. It, <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. I realized that I needed to try a lot of things. I had to reinvent myself a million times. I had to evolve. And I did things the hard way for a long time. I was in a place of escapism for a long time. And just going back to the patterns, you know, like looking at patterns, mindfulness is what helps you to see those patterns. Like you can, you really can see things clearly when you just take a minute and you, you move slower, you move slower you move slower, you breathe slower, you speak slower. Mm. It's been so good to me being, moving more slowly, taking each moment and breathing it in, living it, expanding in that moment. Mm, it feels good. It feels good. I used to be in survival mode. My body, like so much that my body just, my body needed to rest for a long time. Even when I stopped doing a lot of survival mode things, my, the body remembers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The body remembers. And when the body is in remembrance, mm let me get some more water. Bless this throat chakra. Mm. See, my body was remembering. <laughs> um, but the body is always in remembrance. And if the body remembers all of your tension and you've been you've been tensing your muscles up for so long, you've been gritting your teeth, waiting, anticipating in anxiety, in places of anxiety, your body takes a while. Like you maybe not even takes a while because energy can be transmuted in the moment. But a lot of the times when we're starting to become um, mindful with the way that we live our life, we often do not realize that our body is in a place of post-traumatic stress. Our body is in remembrance of being on edge all the time. So that's when we find ourselves pacing the room and, um, you know, just having nervous habits tapping was a thing of mine. Like even, you know, I guess people call them takes. I don't know. I've been seeing some things on TikTok um, about like neurodivergence and stuff. And who knows? I mean, a lot of people get on there and get on the internet and we all think that we're, <laughs> if the symptoms fit, then that's what we are. But listen to yourself intuitively, you know, like if it resonates, it resonates. And there are a lot of things that resonate and a lot of language that resonates with me. 
but you know, I don't claim anything but success and healthy over my life. And no matter what I am and who I am and how my brain works, like it's clearly that way for a reason. Um, but yeah, I, I, um, Mm, my body was in remembrance of a lot of pain, a lot of anxiety, a lot of trauma. And even when I'm working with people now, um, one of the main things that spirit has me say at the beginning of our sessions is to release the tensions in your muscles, to let it go, like allow yourself to drop your shoulders and sink deep into that restful feeling over your body. And it's okay if it doesn't happen the first time. It's okay if you don't immediately feel that tension release. Because it has taken me years of practice and even consistent yoga on a regular basis now. Because I still wake up tense sometimes. All that traveling and jumping through portals, I'm, I might have some abs next week fucking with spirit because <laughs> I, I woke up the other day. My stomach was, my muscles in my stomach was hurting so bad from all the exercise I was getting. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I'm always joking. They, my spirits know I stay, stay laughing. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood, you know. Um <laughs> But honestly, like the remembrance and all of that, like it's okay to just take it one moment at a time, to release one moment at a time, even when I'm doing my yoga or, you know, just taking longer in the shower, taking longer, like I am not in a rush anywhere to do anything. I, th- I feel like, of course, like we sync time schedules, like I clearly sync time schedules with clients that I'm having, um, but that's it, <laughs> that's it, I don't, I don't really like to move on a world of time in, when it comes to my own personal space, you know, and that, just going back to keeping my phone away from me when I sleep, like, I'm not getting up and, you know, immediately going into social media or anything like that. Like, if I do get up and I wake up in the middle of the night and I've just had an astral travel, the first thing I'm going to do is sit there for a few minutes and I'm going to meditate and recap what I just, like, where I was just at. And I'm going to recap that. And when I think that, you know, I've got all the information that I can get from that or all the remembrance that, you know, is coming forth to me. I get up and I go across the room and I write it down in my notes and it's just that easy. And <laughs> it was a little rough for me the first few days, but it has worked tremendously, tremendously. Get that phone away from your head get that that was this was such a gemini conversation y'all like i'd have wrapped around back to the phone conversation and that happened like two minutes into the podcast that was that was such a gemini mercury gemini rising gemini sun thing to do (laughs) very much so um but i hope y'all are keeping up if not then it's time to (laughs) re-listen um 
And I love that that aspect about me because, um, and I really just go ahead and celebrate, go ahead and celebrate uh, something that you're you're excited about or happy about within yourself. And that's one thing I'm celebrating today is my ability to connect the dots for people and not only others, but myself. Um, and I can bring things around full circle to connect it to things that we talked about uh, months ago, weeks ago, years ago. Like it's, it doesn't matter. Um, spirit will always bring it to the forefront and then it just connects and it makes a lot of sense. And my friends, like my, my only wealthy friends, they, they always tell me I'm always connecting the dots. I'm always making it make sense. And I love that. I love that for them. I love that for me. (laughs) I love that for me. So go ahead and celebrate something that you love for you that you are just so grateful to be in presence of and in remembrance of who you are for that aspect. Um, and spirit is saying that y'all need to go ahead and put some, some water and some money and some fruit or something on the altar. I'm seeing some tobacco. Okay. Like somebody want to smoke their pipe. Um, I'm seeing a cut a custom pipe. You might have recently made a custom pipe for a grandfather. I don't know who gonna listen to this and need that message, but you know, baby, I love you. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, and it it be like that sometimes. It be like that sometimes for y'all. Like take what resonates. Take what resonates. And I'm really just grateful that you know we are. We're we're literally at the end of July. We we're at the end of July. This year has went by really quickly. Um, but to me, I've just been having fun. <laughs> I've just been having fun, enjoying life. Um, I do have a lot of new things coming up. And Soul Drive, we just had an anniversary. I have many different anniversaries that we celebrate. Um, but the anniversary for on the 27th of July was for our LLC. So grateful for that. Super, super thankful. In August, we have our uh, four-year, let's see. Yeah, our four-year anniversary for our website. Wow. I had to do the numbers real quick. <laughs> That's just wild. Um Wow. Mm. Mm -mm Mm-mm. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. Mm -mm Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe three. Mm. Mm -mm Mm-mm. I am grateful. I needed a moment of silence for that, y'all. I needed a moment of silence. It, it's definitely been three instead of four since we've had our website, but we Soul Drive is four years old as of June. So, yeah, that has been, Soul Drive has been a trip for me. <laughs> it's been a blessing. It's been amazing. I am in such a beautiful place of gratitude, a beautiful place of soaking in the moments, just living in that. 
thankful for all of the reviews, all of the, just all, seeing all the testimonies, it, it really brings me so much joy. It complements my joy every single day. I feel like I get some every single day, and I'm so grateful for that. Mm. The way the ancestors and spirit works in your life, the way that you work in your life, I love to see all of y'all expand and grow. And it's just, it's genuine. It's authentic. I can feel the love. Mm, 11-11. I can feel the love. And it's just, mm. Mm-mm-mm. To be in alignment. What a time to be in a like in alignment. What a time to be alive. Like that is mm-mm. In other news, um Ahi, my ancestral energy healing, um energy healing initiative, ancestral energy healing initiative. Ahi, all of the people have been um, aligned with the schedule. <laughs> I'm really grateful for that. And we start the first week of August. We start the first week of August. Wow. And I was just talking to someone the other day about how six years ago, five or six years ago, I saw that woman doing energy healing and she was removing a tumor on a screen like you could see a screen and she did not open this man up she did not open this person up she just had the tumor on the screen and she was doing energy healing and it was being removed from the body it was just disintegrating and i love that for us i love the power of ancestral magic and healing and medicine it is so important so needed. Mm, I'm getting chills. My solar plexus is on fire. Mm, I love it. I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And I didn't know at the time how I was going to enter this field. And spirit gave me that breakthrough during my fast, one of my fasts this year. And now here we are about to do and start the three month trial. And I'm almost in tears, y'all. I'm I'm celebrating that so intensely, so intensely. Oh, I'm in so much gratitude for that. Oh yes, I will tell y'all what. I did not know how I was gonna get here, and now I can see it clear as day. And I am so grateful because sometimes you got to be patient for that vision to come on through. And sometimes you don't even know how you're going to get there. You're just you're just listening to spirit and you're aligning with it. You're just like, you know, and now I see what had to be done in order for me to do this type of work. I needed to be a Reiki teacher. I needed to go through my own Reiki journey, which took me a year and a half, almost two years. And... Wow. Yeah, it took me, well, a year and a half, maybe a little bit less than a year and a half. And I needed to be a medium. I needed to remember my mediumship. I needed to connect with the ancestors to know what this healing was, to understand it, to know my power. I needed to connect with all of the soul's experiences, and I'm still unfolding those. 
every day, just unfolding the soul's experiences that I that that my soul remembers, just like the body remembers, the soul remembers. And wow. Wow. I am so blessed to do this work. The joy is in the work. The joy is in the work. <sighs> Tears of joy, y'all. Tears of joy. I am so happy. So happy. And there was a there were moments in my life where I did not know how I was going to get to this place of peace. I just knew that the that peace is what I needed, right? And uh, we often can identify what we need. And then the hard part is looking at what do we do in order to get what we need or get to the place of of reckon, like recognizing that it's within us, right? And the peace was within me the whole time. The purpose was within me the whole time. The message, the intuition, all of it was within me the whole time. And it's within you. It's within you. It's within you. It is within you, baby. It is within you. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't never steer you into a place where it is not within you because it is within you. I will never not say mm, that it's not within you because it is. It is within you. It has never left you. It has always been a part of you. It is you. You are the spirit. Spirit is you. The ancestors are you. The trees are you. You are literally everything and everything is you. And the moments that you may beat yourself up for for years ago of doing a certain thing that you felt like you should have known better, Go ahead and extend grace to that version of you who was just trying to do what they knew how to do. They were surviving. Thank them for surviving because they got you here now into a place of conscious living. And we have to celebrate where we come from. No matter how muddy the waters, we have to celebrate where we come from. We have to celebrate who we are at the deepest levels the deepest core mm. i celebrate you i thank you when you heal you heal me when i heal i heal you healing is contagious love is contagious <laughs> it just keeps going it is so infinite it is so infinite and uh oh Mm -hmm. to be alive I am in gratitude but yeah I need to give that message to somebody and hopefully if you're listening uh, hopefully when you're listening let me just say that when you are listening I know that this message will reach you and it will hit you I already know there is no hope there is no if there is no maybe there is no buts when you listen to this, it is your time to listen to it. It is your moment. It is, may the praise, 
May the love and the care that I have for you who is listening right now wash over you. May it wash over you. May it hold you in the moments where you cannot see your strength. Mm. I love you. Reflection, I am now transmuting all pain into protection, all pain into wisdom, all struggle into love and ease, releasing patterns that no longer serve us and opening us up to the infinite abundance which is within. I love you. The divine loves you, Reflection. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living in Spirit. I am in truly, I'm just in truly immense gratitude for you being present with me here and to be in remembrance. I will see you next time. I will feel you next time. I will hear you next time. Until then.